We can't hear you. My weekly market review, December 24th, 2023. The final full trading week of 2023 was basically more of the same. With many market participants already in holiday mode, volumes were low, but even a rare victory for the bears on Wednesday was swiftly reversed by the bulls. Wall Street seems determined to keep this party going as long as it can. Last weekend, Fed officials began trying to pour whatever the opposite is of gasoline onto the fire of stock market euphoria. And as the week began, the Fed presidents of Atlanta, San Francisco and Chicago all joined their New York-based colleague in pushing back on the jubilant narrative, emphasizing that it's a reach to consider interest rate cuts until officials become completely convinced that the economy is firmly on a path back to the 2% inflation target. It's currently close to double that. But this kind of pushback is just about as meaningful as a Christmas card from your local internet provider. If investors keep covering their ears and shouting, we can't hear you, and that's exactly what the stock market did on Monday, as indexes like the S&P 500, and especially the NASDAQ 100, continued their relentless climb. Tuesday was another sea of green across trading screens, with small cap stocks once again stealing the show. All Fed pushback to market giddiness was once again routinely ignored. The stock market seemed absolutely determined to let the good times keep rolling, and no chirping Fed presidents saying that perhaps traders may be getting ahead of themselves with interest rate cut expectations were going to stop that from happening. However, after the closing bell, there was a bit of a gut punch. FedEx delivered its Q3 results and missed earnings estimates by a mile. It also gave a gloomy forward guidance outlook. This is important as FedEx is sometimes considered to be something of a proxy for business activity in the U.S. economy. FedEx shares sank as a result on Wednesday. After initially pushing index prices higher yet again, Wall Street finally decided around lunchtime that it was time to take a breather and bank some profits from the recent furious rally. Stocks actually ended up suffering their worst one-day drop in months, with all the indexes sinking about 1.5% or more for the session. In many ways, Thursday started out not dissimilar to Wednesday. A strong morning, with prices driving higher on the back of some nice earnings reports, was followed by a lunchtime pullback. But this time, FOMO-infected buyers and the newly emboldened BTFD, by the effing dip crowd, took the opportunity to step back into the low-volume market, partly encouraged by confirmation that the Q3 gross domestic product, GDP, increased at a seriously impressive 4.9% rate, and growing speculative optimism about the following day's inflation report. By the time the closing bell sounded, most of Wednesday's losses had been reversed. Friday was all about the Core Personal Consumption Expenditures Index, PCE, the Federal Reserve's very definition of what inflation actually is. We learned that it barely rose at all in November, increasing by just 0.1% from a month earlier after a downwardly revised 0.1% gain in October. From a year ago, it advanced 3.2%. Indeed, if you look at it, just over the last six months, 
This definition of inflation is running at only 1.9% annualized, actually below the Fed's 2% target. This was splendid news for the Fed and appeared to justify their decisions not to raise interest rates at any of their last three meetings, but the central bank still remains cautious. Markets, however, are throwing that caution to the wind and seem pretty much ready to declare victory and a job done in the war on inflation. The major indexes were pretty flat on the day, but that's not surprising for a low-volume final session before a three-day Christmas weekend. The stock market has been rallying for one primary reason, falling treasury yields and as a result, lower interest rates. The anticipation of future interest rate cuts has become so strong that it has even helped markets disregard several quite concerning corporate earnings reports. Astonishingly, following its December meeting, the Fed didn't just confirm market expectations of rate cuts in 2024, it actually increased them. The Fed itself signaled one more cut than what was realistically expected, and it formally signaled rate, hu- rate hikes were over. It essentially abandoned, after just a few months, the whole threat of higher for longer interest rates. Since its October 27th low, the S&P 500 has surged more than 15%. So in the end, the market rallied because the Fed essentially wiped away the whole reason for the sharp drop in prices that we experienced from August to October. Can this rally continue? Yes, but it's not in the Fed's hands anymore. Markets have aggressively priced in definitely no recession and no meaningful slowdown, but that's premature. The economy could easily slow, and indeed there are some signals that this is already happening. With its recent positive pivot, the Fed has now fired its final bullet. Frankly, it is no longer able to help markets now if worries about a serious economic slowdown emerge. So close attention to upcoming economic data is absolutely essential for gaining a sense of where the stock market is heading.